Hi, I'm Christine, and welcome to the 5 Foot 5 and Growing Podcast, a podcast where I dig deep, do some difficult self-reflection, try to learn from my past, all the while trying to become the woman I want to be, whoever she is. I haven't figured that out yet, hence the podcast. So please join me on this new journey of discovery and hopefully growth. Figuratively, of course, I'm 5 foot 5 inches tall. That doesn't mean I still can't grow. Welcome back to the 5 Foot 5 and Growing Podcast. This is Christine. How you doing today? Well, it is Thursday, September 12th. And we are coming to you tonight a little early. Or, I'm sorry, early for me. I usually record these really late at night on a school night. And I'm trying not to do that today. So while I have a few moments of quiet I'm going to do a little update. So, as some of you guys know, or for the new people, started a little bit of a, I won't say weight loss challenge. It's more like a life overhaul challenge, so to speak. Or uh, lovingly known as the fourth quarter quest. So, I started that on September 1st, my nephew and I. Uh, We are 12 days in. Uh, Technically, we're like 10 days in because we didn't really start until after the holiday. Uh, But officially, officially, we started September 1st. So last week, uh, the first week, I was down seven pounds. And the first five days did really well. This week, not so much. I'm down a total from start point five pounds. So I haven't gained all of it back. I've gained back two pounds, but I think some of that had to do with my field trip to Buffalo this weekend or this past weekend. Um, Still got the lunch the same. We're still doing the mom's tuna for lunch. Um, She doubled up on me, so she got tired of making it for me. So I had her just do two cans of tuna and just make a big lump of it. And then I just saved some at work and then uh, still drinking my. Bragg's Concentrate Master Cleanse formula. I've actually gotten quite used to it. Like, I kind of prefer it, which is weird. Um, I've slowed down a bit. Uh, We had some, um, we were kind of short at work, and workload was a little heavier, so I haven't drank as much as I did that first week. Uh, I don't think I've gotten to four four of my 32-ounce water containers at work I think I've got maybe two and a half three on one day this week so I got to do better in that department um what else I found some uh applesauce some some no sugar added granny smith applesauce shout out to Mott's uh I thought it was going to be disgusting but I was like I can't do sugar so and I really love granny smith apples they're highly underrated um, they're tart, so I don't know if everybody likes them, but I know I love them. But the applesauce is kind of good, like really good. So I might switch to that permanently. And that's been that's been the food update as far as work is concerned. Now the difficult part is dinner. Oh, I'm sorry, breakfast. Still doing the smoothies. Um, swapped out kale for spinach. Uh, a lady from work brought me in some fruits, which was dope. Shout out to Casey. 
um, that warmed my heart. So I rock those. Um, so yeah, so smoothies are good. Lunch is good. Snacks at work is good. Water can improve, but pretty good. Haven't had any coffee or I actually quit my teas. I haven't had any tea this week either. So no major caffeine. So let's talk about dinner. So Tops Grocery Store, which is my local grocery store. I live near Syracuse University and there's a grocery store up on the hill here. So that's where I go. Me and half of South Campus. So they had chicken thighs. Buy one, get one last week. Now I was going to get wings because it was Saturday. They didn't have no damn wings. How you not have a whole poultry section and you have chicken breasts and chicken thighs and the selection was slim on those. And then there's no wings, there's no drums. I was sadly, sadly hurt. So I got, it was buy one, get one, chicken thighs. So it's all right, bet. Chicken thighs. Well, as you know, a couple episodes ago, moms broke the, the plug to the deep fryer. So we kind of had like a little pot fryer situation on the stove. So I said, you know what? I will make some little chicken thigh nuggets for the fam. Me, moms, and the nephew. I'll hook it up. Saturday It's football. Yay. So that was Saturday. Okay. We've allotted for Saturday. We've planned in Saturday football. I went to Buffalo on Sunday to go hang out with my friend Greg. Shout out to Greg and meet his uh, girlfriend, who is lovely, by the way. And we got Duff's chicken wings. Duff's chicken wings are the best in Western New York. Hands down. And their fries. Also factored into my week. Fantastic. Great. Monday comes along. Monday was a very long day. It was a stressful day at work. I was going to get something relatively healthy for dinner, but I didn't leave work in a responsible time. So by the time I got home, I was kind of tired and I didn't want to go anywhere. My mom was like, oh, there's chicken still in the refrigerator. And I was like, damn, you're right. You got to cook it up before it go bad. And I'm like, oof, good point. So I cooked up some more of the chicken thighs and I fried them. I know, I know. They were so damn good. They were almost better than the ones I made on Saturday. I'm not proud. But it happened. It happened again on Tuesday too. Just hear me out though, yo. Like, there was a lot of chicken. It was buy one, get one. And it was a big pack. And I was just trying to get rid of it before it went bad. So, needless to say, dinner this week hasn't resulted in positive or good eating habits I own that I get it I I corrected my mistakes that was just Monday and Tuesday yesterday I had a nice little salad today what did I have tonight what did I have tonight just a few hours ago and I forgot that fast see it wasn't that memorable if it was fried I would have remembered but it wasn't so two up two down that's that's where we that's where we fell. So I got to do better. 
So still down five pounds from my original weigh-in weight, which is good. I'll take it. Um, for some reason, my surgery incision area has been acting up the last couple days. So I've tried to lay off the squats. I wasn't sure if that was the catalyst for the pain or if there's something else going on. But, so I haven't done the squats. As I say all this out loud, I'm more disappointed in myself. So I haven't done my squats. I ate fried foods for dinner during the week, which I'm not supposed to do. But I'm still down five pounds, so I'll take it. Um, but that's the update so far. Or that's what's been going on. So how I plan So how can I make some changes for the better going into week three? Week one was the initial phase. Lost seven pounds. Did pretty good. Increased my water. Did the smoothies. Week two, still did the smoothies. A slightly little bit less water. And I fried foods Monday and Tuesday. So we're about to start week three. And my thoughts or my review of the last two weeks tells me that I need to prepare better. Uh, one, one of my low-key favorite movies is the mechanic, but not the, not the uh, Charles Bronson one, the the newer one with Jason Statham, and uh, the gun that Donald Sutherland left to him, or gave to him, that I can't remember the the phrase, but it was like preparation equals victory. You know what? I'm butchering that. Anyway, you had to prepare in order to be victorious. I'm going to kick myself later that I can't remember that because I thought I had it memorized. But because I'm recording, my memory fails me. So I need to prepare better. Week one and two, I prepared breakfast and lunch better. I had my smoothies. I bought fruit, which I need to buy more of. Mom's hooked up my tuna, which... I can't keep asking her to do for me as good as it is. I got to do it myself at some point. So that's my plan for lunch to keep that going. I haven't gotten sick of tuna yet. Dinner, uh, like I said before, dinner is where I, where I fell off. So this week I'm preparing. I've been thinking that I may prepare ahead of time my dinners. That sounds simple, but... When you're so used to cooking for one for most of your adult life and then you come back home to live with your mom who rarely cooks for you or cooks enough to have some left for you when you get home, I tended to eat out a lot because it was just easier to pick up something on the way home from work. So cooking dinner... I haven't done that a ton since I've come back home. But that's going to change this week. So uh, I've been having a hankering for spaghetti or lasagna and garlic bread. Now I know that doesn't sound healthy. Hear me out. So um, 
I make a mean lasagna. It's not as good as my mom's, who's the best lasagna, whose who's lasagna is the best I've ever had. Uh, but mine is pretty good. I layer it nicely. Um, I like a lot of ricotta cheese, which is odd because I'm lactose intolerant, but for some reason it doesn't bother me in lasagna form. I don't know. Ask God, but it doesn't make sense to me either. And uh, I can't eat my garlic or my can't eat lasagna without garlic bread. But garlic and bread and lasagna sounds like a lot of carbs and calories. So I'm going to try to find a wheat lasagna noodle. Uh, I was thinking instead of ground beef, I could do ground turkey uh, and ground turkey sausage. I don't know if that's pushing it. Um, I saw a recipe for like a chicken parm lasagna. Now I know that don't sound healthy, but damn, it looked good. Like they layered the chicken in between. Ooh, Jesus. Oh, mm, it looked good, but that's not, it's not feasible for my goals. So I think Sunday, um, even though it's football Sunday, I'm going to get up and knock out a lasagna and instead of doing like one big pan i'm gonna buy like the individual mini like mini bread loaf pans and then just make i won't call them individual lasagnas but make little mini pans of lasagna and that way i could make like six mini pans but those six mini pans i could freeze and then, you know, whenever I wanted lasagna, I can just pull that out in the morning. By the time I get home, it should, you know, defrost a bit and I can just toss it in the oven and reheat it. So that way I can have dinner ready. And I just need to heat up as opposed to like making a full on meal. My other idea that I want to do on Sunday for prep, because as good as lasagna is, you can't eat it every day. I'm not Garfield the cat. Although I want it to be. Uh, I think that's why I like lasagna so much. Besides the fact that my mom makes really good lasagna, I really wanted to be Garfield the cat when I was a kid. Anywho, um, chili. So I live in upstate New York, central New York, actually. And it's getting a little chilly. Not, not cold, not, you know, winter cold, but, you know. It was like 48 degrees this morning. So I had to wear a jacket. I love it. I'm not complaining. I am not complaining. But since it's a little cooler, I'll say cooler, I've been feeling chilly. Now, when I had my surgery, I made chili because I thought that would be easy just to put in a crock pot and let it cook all day and I wouldn't have to, like, do anything because my stomach was, you know, cut up and such. But now that I'm healthy, um, I can still make my chili. And if I make it in the crock pot, I just put all the ingredients in there Sunday, let it cook while I'm making the lasagna. By the time the lasagna is all done and cooked and such and such, my chili should be done. And then I could just put it in large containers uh, or a bunch of small ones. I was thinking about getting some smaller glass like pyrex with lids containers uh, that way i can separate it out in portions 
So then, like I said before with the lasagna, I can just separate the chili out in smaller portions. Either freeze it or put it in the fridge. And then, boom, when I get home, I can just knock that out and I have a meal that's not high in calories that I can eat for dinner. So that's the plan for this week coming up for dinner. Is a lasagna and a chili. And that way I have an option. Um, I I won't have to eat leftovers, so to speak. I can do lasagna one day and chili the next. Or however I want to do it. And with the chili, uh, a friend of mine made a turkey chili. So I might make turkey lasagna and turkey chili. Or maybe chicken chili and turkey lasagna. Um, now the chili, I love my chili. I'm not going to say it's, you know, prize winning chili, but I love it. But the fam, the fam is not a fan of my chili. Because I like beans. I like a lot of beans. A lot of meat and a lot of beans. I don't know. But I like to get my my protein from my beans. So I do like a six bean chili. It's pretty good. Not too spicy. Plenty of peppers and onions. and I put corn in mine. It's a little little different. But I I like my corn. Um, And I usually eat cornbread with it. I'm not sure you can make a healthy cornbread so I'm just gonna have to make mini corn muffins so I don't overindulge on those so that's my idea that I have going forward for week three in order to solve the uh, crappy food consumption for dinner uh, instance instances that I had in week two so one of the other changes uh, that I decided to make going into week three that I, I think I need to make is I change my hours at work or I ask to change my hours at work. So without the boringness of talking about my job, I don't like, well, let me start over. Right now I work 8.30 to 5. I originally, when I first started, I was working like 8 to 4.30 and somewhere January 2017 I got the bright idea that I would go into work at 8.30 and get up and work out before I went to work ask me how many times I actually did that yeah I made it to like MLK week and then it went to poo after that but I never changed my hours back and we've changed supervisors and a couple of staff members and People think I just can't get to work early, but I just never changed my hours back. But with daylight savings coming, shorter days coming, I would like to get out of work earlier because I would like to, one, get out of work at four and be able to go work out with my nephew. Um, He's 20, but he has a curfew, so, you know, we can't be out, uh late um, doing stuff, whether it's working out or a movie or anything. Um, So that's one. Two, it's lighter still. So if we don't go to the gym, I can still go to the park and walk or 
exercise at the park or at the field, my old high school. Three. The nights seem to have gone by quicker. So I was trying to explain this to my friend the other day, why I wanted to change my hours. And they sounded kind of baffled, but here we go. So I work, I'm supposed to work till five. Rarely do I walk out the door at five o'clock. Something usually goes wrong or something doesn't print or something doesn't work out. 5.15, maybe. Before this challenge, I wouldn't eat dinner at home. I would go out to get something to eat or pick up something to eat. If I have an errand to run, gas to get, something to pick up from the store, I do all that before I come home. Now, Now I don't get home to... You know, if I do any of those things, I go home six something, right? And we'll call it six thirty. I come home six thirty. I chit chat with my mom. I catch up on my day. Uh, the nephew, if he's home. By the time I like get out of my work clothes and put on something comfy, it's seven, seven fifteen. Uh, the nephew's got a part time job. He gets out at eight, most days. Aunt Chrissy, can you come pick me up? Now I gotta go get the kid at 8 o'clock. Kid wants me to feed him because he's 20 and he eats like a 20-year-old boy does. So now I gotta feed him. By the time we get home, you know, it's 8.30. Like in a couple hours, I gotta go to bed. And I haven't done anything productive, so to speak. Or I felt like I hadn't done anything productive. And, you know, now I'm, it's 9 o'clock already. So I just felt like I was losing time. And I wasn't as productive. I didn't feel as though I could be productive in that short window of time. So I asked on Wednesday if I could change my hours to work 7.30 to 4. And that way, if I do have to do errands after work, I could get home at 5. And either go work out or go walk or do anything. Even if I got to pick up the kid at 8, that gives me three solid hours to catch up with moms, eat my dinner, go for a walk, so on and so forth. And if I pick up the kid and come back, I have at least done something with my evening. Right now, it doesn't feel like I do anything with my evenings. I look up and it's 10 o'clock and House Hunters is coming on. So I'm hoping that those that change, that hour difference will help with my productivity in the evening. Now there's a flip side. Since I've gone back to work after my surgery on, I went back to work after my surgery on August 20th. My internal body clock gets me up at six something every day. Not my alarm, my internal body clock, or bear, which are one of the same. It sucks. Because I would love to sleep till 7.15. If I don't have to be at work till 8.30, it doesn't take me that long to get ready. But if you're up at 6.15, you would think I would go work out. But no, I'm, I'm groggy and I'm sleepy still, but I magically wake up. I'm hoping 
that if I'm switching my hours and I already have this internal body clock, that that'll lend itself to making that transition smooth. I don't think so, though. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm really nervous about Monday. I'm really nervous that I'm going to set my alarm for 6 and get up and try to do stuff an hour earlier and everything is going to be haywire. I don't know. I could be wrong. It won't be the first time I've gotten up early for work. It'll just be the first time in a long time. So I'm a little nervous about that. But like I said, I'm hoping this change, the change, it will help in the afternoon more so than the morning. And I haven't, um, I left this part of the update out, but, or maybe I didn't. Um, so I haven't had any coffee or tea or energy drinks. I've just been with my smoothies. So I haven't been super duper tired at work. The afternoons kind of low a little bit depending on the day, especially Fridays. For some reason, everything I've saved up in the bank of energy just goes to poo at 3 o'clock on Fridays. But, anywho. So that's, that's what I'm going for in week three. Meal prep, dinner prep in advance to make it on Sunday. I changed my hours at work, so that starts Monday. And hoping to work out with the kid uh, after work, which we haven't done yet. Um, I think this will work. I hope it works. I need it to work. Because getting down to 3.15 and then coming back to 3.17, and I think I've been 3.17 all week. So, like I said, I haven't went over. I'm still down five pounds, which considering today, uh, today is like the 12th. So, I'll take it. We're 12 days in, I'm down five pounds. I have another 18 days left in September. If I could lose a couple more pounds, I'll be good. I'm, the goal was to lose 30 in 4 months so 10 pounds a month would be great I'll take 8 pounds but I should probably shoot for 10 so one of the other things I wanted to talk about that this week um, it's been a I won't say a tough week but it's been an interesting week here on my my block, one of my neighbors, um, someone who was around the same age as my, my brother, or uh, if my brother was still alive, they were the same age. Uh, he passed away suddenly uh, the other day. Um, not ironically, unfortunately, it was a few days after he had buried his grandmother was also my neighbor on the street so in two weeks time you know the house the neighbors two doors down the grandmother who's been here for 30 some odd years as long as we've been on here on this street she died suddenly on a Tuesday two weeks later her grandson dies 
the block is a little shook. Um, he meant a lot to the street. You know, we're not the closest of neighbors, but we help each other out. And he was one of those people who helped out everybody. Like everybody. Like my mom was going to buy a bed and she didn't sign up to get delivery. She was like, oh, I'll just get Jimmy to help me get it. And I was like, well, that's presumptuous. But sure enough, he was like, yeah, I'll help you, Miss Rose. And I was like, see, neighborly love. Uh, the morning he passed away my mom had cooked him breakfast and she made him grits and eggs and took it down there to him and he was gone a couple hours later so mom's is pretty pretty broken up uh, I was at work all day so I had no clue of all the commotion and everything on the street that day. I came home and he was gone already. I say that to say that my mom was, you know, trying to talk to me about, you know, life is short and so on and so forth, the cliches. And she was right, you know, losing your, my dad and my brother suddenly, uh, I know all too well that life doesn't go the way you plan, and things don't always work out how you hope. One of the other things um, this week has struck that we, one of my other neighbors passed away, an older lady passed away last year actually on the Super Bowl when the Patriots lost to the Eagles um, she died just after halftime um, I missed the third quarter that's not important but I'm just saying we got a call and me and moms went across the street to say our final goodbyes So, uh, my neighbor across the street who passed away last year, she, she had, um, dementia. Real nice lady. Ruth. Really nice older lady. And by older, I mean older, like, I don't know, six or seven years older than my mom, maybe. Maybe seven or eight. And was the recent deaths of, um, my two neighbors from the same family and it had me thinking about when we lost her and one day um, something she said to me one day when I first moved back home really stuck with me but you know when people say stuff that's poignant it hits you in the chest and then you know life happens and you kind of forget about it well, with the with the deaths this week, and I'm sorry this turned dark, but there's a positive. I just gotta get through it. Um, like I said, Miss Ruth had dementia. Um, and one day I was out washing my car, and she yelled over and was like, "You look just like your dad out here washing these cars." 
which naturally made me smile because that's why I learned to love washing cars was from, you know, every Saturday with my dad. And I went over and I sat on her porch and chit-chatted. Now my car was like half washed at that point. I thought I was just going to go over for a minute and say hi. And Two and a half, almost three hours later, I got Miss Ruth's life story that I'd never gotten when I was a kid. Like, I might have gotten bits and pieces, but I got, like, the, the whole story. And she was telling me about um, her daughter trying to get into Syracuse University and with a scholarship. And she was, you know, asking me about why I moved home, and she knows, you know, I didn't want to move back here, and you know, it snows here. And... You know, I wasn't in the best of places in 2016. And I think she could kind of tell. But she's telling me a story about her daughter. and um, She was like a straight-A student, had a 4.0. She was at risk of losing her scholarship for some arbitrary, like, random rule of some sort that she may or may not have broken. And one of her professors who took a liking to her because of her hard work and her work ethic, um, pulled some strings and was able to keep her on the scholarship. And then Miss Ruth, with all her dementia, and she's recalling the story, and she's telling this to me to encourage me to like keep trying. And she looked at me and she said, you'll be amazed with what people can help you do when they see that you're trying. And that hit me so hard when she said it, like it, you know, I took like the mental note of it, but it didn't really apply to my life at that point. Cause like I said, I just moved back home. I wasn't in the best of places. I mean, I was pretty sad. I, I didn't want to be here. I still don't, um, but it stuck with me. So this week, um, Monday, Tuesday, the days run together. Uh, I was having a not so good day. Like I couldn't sleep the night before. I want to say it was Tuesday. Um, I couldn't sleep. I didn't get much sleep. Bear the kitty cat decided to wake me up before my internal body clock. I was just off. Like, I just woke up in a, a very meh mood. I get to work, and one of my coworkers, um, who had recently friended on Facebook, shout out to Casey. She was like, I listened to your podcast. You have a great voice, and you inspired me, or you motivated me to start my smoothies again, and I brought you some fruit from your garden, from my garden for you. And I was like, like, I almost burst into instant tears. Like, literally, and I was in, when I tell you I was in a mood, like, it was beginning of work, I had my headphones in, which isn't abnormal, but I just, I wasn't feeling it that day. Um, like, I wasn't mean to anybody, I just, just wasn't feeling it. And when she gave me those, those fruits, which were delicious, by the way. And I was, like, so touched. Like, 
touched. That lifted my whole mood. Like my whole demeanor. Everything just changed. Now, yeah, I was still tired. But I felt like ten times better. I don't want to say validated, but I felt like I was really encouraged. But even though it was a compliment, I still felt like highly encouraged. And it made me think of what Miss Ruth said about um, people seeing that you're trying and they'll be willing to help. That just repeated this week for me. I don't, like I said, I don't know if it, the, the, the sudden death of my, my two neighbors sparked that thought and thinking about the three neighbors that I've lost or that we've lost in the past year. I don't know. Maybe it's the full moon, Friday the 13th. Chalk it all up. But I just wanted to share that little story because a lot of this journey is on my own. A lot of the stuff I do is on my own. I mean, listen, I do a podcast and I talk by myself, um, which hopefully will be ending soon once I figure out this two microphone situation. But. I do a lot of things by myself, and some of it's by design um, to keep me away from people, and some of it's by design to keep people away from me. I know that sounded strange, but you get it. But when you spend so much time by yourself, um, you really have to have an internal... How can I explain this? I feel like I'm going all over the place, but I don't mean to. There's, there's a point. Um, people assume that when you're chubby or even depressed, uh, or chubby and depressed in my case, that you have low self-esteem. And that might be the case at times, or that you don't like yourself. And that also might be the case at times. But most of that stemming from the chemical imbalance, the, the negative self-talk that comes from depression. I actually like me. I like me so much that I like to spend time with only me. And that sounds selfish to some. It's not easy. People assume... You know, that you're standoffish or that, you know, I don't think anyone's ever called me stuck up. But, you know, I'll take standoffish. But it's really, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. And to get to a point where your solitude is your peace, that takes a lot. Because most people can't be by themselves. Most people have to be around someone, have to have someone hear them. And those people annoy the crap out of me, but that's not the point of the story. The point is, doing this journey by myself, even though technically the nephew's involved, he's 20. He's 20 and he's, you know, trying to figure out whatever, girls, and so, you know, one minute he'll be like, make me a smoothie. 
And the next minute, it'd be like, can we go to Chipotle so I can get food? Or can we go get wings? And, you know what I mean? Like, so he's fickle. I'm a little more serious about this because his is more vanity. Mine is, like, I'm really trying to fix my life, fix my mindset. So I spend a lot of time by myself, too. So when people see, when people see me or see what I'm doing and like really see it that really hits home because I don't feel like I'm seen most days here at home um, not in a positive way and I take it I take it for what it is and I try to build myself up myself because you can't depend on someone else to build you up for you it's nice it's lovely to get but you can't necessarily depend on it and I, it took me a long time to figure that out I'm never going to be the daughter that my mom has always wanted it hurts to say but it's true you know My dad's not here to see what I've turned into, which could be a blessing, actually. Because um, I don't think he would be very happy. And my brother, my brother, he got me. He understood the struggle to have two parents who came from meager beginnings to afford a life to send a kid to college and you know, buy a house and a couple of cars and go on vacation. It doesn't sound like a pressured feel filled life, but when you don't live up to that, it's a lot. So when people, you know, all 13 people who've listened to my podcast, when people say nice things, not necessarily about the podcast or what I'm doing, it means a lot. And it feels like, like Miss Ruth said, people see you trying, they're willing to help. Well, this podcast is me trying. It's me talking about my feelings and my life in a way that is a little unconventional, at least for me and people in my family. So it's, it's been a heavy week from a neighborly standpoint. Like I said, the block won't be the same. Um, it, just, it just really won't be the same. And unfortunately, I can't go to the funeral because I have to work and I can't, I can't miss the time. Um, I just have too much work to do. So, that went dark. I'm sorry about that, everybody, but I just really had to get that off my chest. And the thing with Miss um, Ruth 
and Jimmy and Miss Grace and my neighbors just all of it just kind of poured out I guess I often wonder who I'm living for and that's a topic for another day but like you remember the my birthday episode when I said I really want to live I still do I mean obviously it was like two weeks ago but um I want to live but I want to live for me and I really haven't done that a lot at all and try to fit in trying to be hmm, trying to be me while fitting into the expectations or the rules of the people around you it's not easy especially when you've been raised not to buck the system so to speak but I'm noticing um, I'm not really living living for me I'm not doing a very good job of honoring who I am and I need to do better with that significantly better so uh, I've been thinking of other ways to grow this podcast uh, I lost my, my little baby sponsor so that kind of hurt I didn't realize you got like a certain dollar amount with every thousand listens I'm only at like 113 so <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think I'm a, a sponsor is an ideal candidate but uh, you know if you listen to the podcast share it on Twitter share it on Facebook rate and subscribe me on Apple Podcasts write a review I got an email, 5foot5and at gmail.com. You know, I got a Twitter, it's 5foot5and on Twitter. You know, please share. Uh, when I post the links, share them out there, share them with your friends. Uh, I'm really trying to grow this. And I feel like I'm on to something. And I know I'm not the only person that feels similar to this uh, maybe not the same but at least similar so in efforts to grow said podcast I've been looking at some better equipment and I've really been uh, fighting myself back and forth with whether or not to get this equipment um, I said last week there was this nice little like set on Amazon and I've like added it to cart save for later added it to cart save for later like four or five times and I know at some point Amazon's going to be like just buy it already 
but uh, I almost pulled the trigger last night and I went, do I really need this? And then today I was thinking about it again and I said, it's not about need. Like this podcast, the little bit I've done so far brings me so much peace and clarity why wouldn't I want to do better in the technology realm to make it sound better to do more with it down the road if I can you know it's going to be winter here in New York soon you know I can't I don't really want to watch Netflix all winter long I can and will but I don't want to I want you know I want to learn stuff I want to do stuff and if I could teach myself better editing and make a theme song and all that good stuff you know I could do that in uh, the dead of winter when it's negative 25 outside and no one wants to leave you know I can hear my dad in my head do you really need it shoulder and and then I can feel myself go yeah but I want it like, I want it. It was a nice little setup and a little keyboard. And I'm like, I can buy accessories to add to it down the line. And I'm like, you know what? I should just get it. Just get it. You know, you figure out the rest later. You don't need anything at the moment. Just get it, Chris. You set it up and slowly teach yourself how to use it. And... If it grows the podcast, great. If you just learn how to do editing for something else down the line, fan freaking fantastic. And that's what I was talking about living for me. There are a pair of running shoes that I want to get. Um, it's 130 bucks. It's not expensive, expensive. But I can hear my pops. Like $130 for some tennis shoes? And I can, you know, yeah, $130, but they're really good running shoes. And if I'm going to be exercising a lot, I've got to need, you know, multiple pairs of shoes. <clears throat> and again, it's, it's not living for me. I, I can hear him. And that's what makes me not pull the trigger on the recording thing, too, and these shoes that I want that I may just get anyway but that those thoughts and, and I love my dad but that little voice you know my pops was simple and I loved him for it the older he got the more simple he got and it was cool he made he made the most simple tasks look so content. And I I long for that. And that's a story for another day. But he didn't, you know, he worked his job. He paid his bills. Me and my moms went out to dinner. You know, they went to the casino. They went to Vegas. They go to Atlantic City. Uh, I think they went to Marine Land one time, which was weird because they didn't take me 
still hurt. But, uh, you know, they did little stuff, but, you know, he didn't buy, he didn't buy new clothes. (laughs) Side note, fun fact. So, I remember Christmas 93, I bought Pops this nice little, it was like a cross color, like hoodie combo. Now, 93 Pops is 43. So, he wasn't that old, right? But he could pull it off. It was a nice little look. It wasn't too flashy. It was something he could honestly wear. When I tell you when that man died 10 years later, it was still in the closet with the tag on it. I was so hurt. But he wore me when he wore it. He wore his jeans. He had, you know, he had a look and he stuck with it. I, you know, you can't be mad at that. Me, on the other hand, I'm like, I need new clothes. I should buy new clothes. I don't buy them because of his frugality that's ingrained in my brain. It's like the little angel and devil on the shoulder. But the want to buy new clothes is there. I don't think he ever had that. So it's the same with the the sneakers that I want to exercise in. And it's also the same with the podcast. I want to live and I need to live for me. He's not here. Part of him is always going to be with me. And that won't die until I do. But my man had a life. He had a wife and two kids. And a grandson. And unfortunately that life was cut short. But he had a pretty good life. I want a pretty good life too. Maybe not a wife and two kids. But I will... I would like a, a boyfriend and maybe a cat. A husband and a cat and a dog, maybe. I'm good with that. And a, a healthy sneaker collection. That's all, that's all I want. And the KitchenAid stand mixer. Damn it. I want one of those. And I can't bring myself to buy one until I get married. So hopefully the next time I record this... I will have some better editing equipment that I will allow myself to actually proceed to check out in my Amazon app. Uh, maybe I'll do that tonight after I finish recording. Because I do. I need to live for me. And if the loss of my three neighbors, two in the span of two weeks, uh, has taught me, like my mom said, life is short. you got to live you can't take it for granted and I've been I've been in so much pain over the years and when I was younger I took it for granted thinking I was going to live happily forever I haven't lived very happily in my 40 years that needs to change hopefully soon step by step We'll get there. Yeah. I'll get there. So, let's uh, end this one with a quote. Uh, actually, not a quote. I'm sorry. Um, this one's just uh, my own personal advice to anybody who's listening. To piggyback off Miss Ruth said to me 
about working and people seeing you work and be willing to help you. See that in other people. As much as you're fighting to change your life or wanting to change your life, and maybe you're doing the work, and maybe you're not, or maybe you're not doing as much as you hoped or would like to. But if you see somebody else working, if you see somebody else making just the most minute of changes that you notice, you notice that they're not bringing iced coffee into work every day, that they're drinking more water at the water cooler, that they're not eating anymore, eating out anymore. Maybe you notice somebody stopped smoking or stopped drinking. Any little thing that you notice that's different, that you can pinpoint on a change in behavior in somebody, encourage that. Recognize that. Acknowledge that. Tell them that you notice. Tell them that they're doing a good job if you feel that way. If you see somebody exercising that you know, you know, encourage them. A little head nod, help, a little clap. Oh, I see you out there. Keep up the good work. We live in such a trying time. These little wins, any activity towards positivity needs to be celebrated and encouraged. And that's my quote. That's my positive positivity going forwards. Shout out to JT, JT Houston of H2H, or, I'm sorry, H2 Fitness. His whole thing is spread love. Biggie said it best, spread love is the Brooklyn way. There's so much, there's so much out there in the world that would bring you down. The world wants to bring you down. If you see a little bit of light in somebody else peeking out, Tell them about it. Maybe you telling them that you see their light will allow them, will give them the permission or give themselves permission to shine brighter. You could be the proverbial knock to the side of the flashlight. You know you got that old flashlight with the D batteries. You turn it on, it's kind of dim. You tap it a couple times, it gets brighter. Tap it a couple times. Encourage a friend, encourage a family member, encourage a spouse, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a significant other. Encourage your kids. If you see them doing something positive, if you see people around you doing something good, they ain't got to save the world. It could just be not drinking when they used to drink. Encourage that, please. You have no idea how much a little encouragement can change someone's day. I won't say life, but it could change their day. When you see people, show them that you see them. Please. Because you never know how it's going to affect them. So with that, spread love, drink your water, call your family, friends, tell them you love them, Peace.